um, a little bit of, I don't know, something that's been a little bit heavy on my heart. Um, and just something I've been kind of wrestling with the Lord on for a little bit. Um, and if you want to, if you have your word with you, um, turn to Romans 12. You can just kind of get it ready, um, get it warmed up, get the Bible open to it. And um, I want to talk about what I'm going to call tonight uh, the motivational gifts of the Spirit, if that's cool. All right? Um, if it's not cool, then, you know, you don't really have a choice. So uh, Romans 12, turn to Romans 12. and I, I'm, My goal is to get through the whole entire chapter, uh, but we'll see. Okay? Got it. You know how this goes. Cool? Yes. So, um, before we get into this, I'm going to, this is going to be involved, all right? We're not just doing, I'm not, I'm giving you a fork and a knife tonight, and I'm going to ask you to cut your own food, all right? I'm going to ask you to eat it and chew it yourself instead of me giving you a spoon of wet food. Okay? Perfect. Is that fair? All right, so have fun with me tonight, yes? Okay? Yeah. Even if you think it's like, man, this guy's screw this guy. Is he raising his hand? Oh. Can you turn the AC on by any chance? Oh! That's my boy! It's going to get so hot in here. That's fine, man. He oh, can't dude, hear. Let's open the door. No, dude, shut the AC off. It's just bad. It's <laughs> the same. Uh, you just the peace of the Lord fill the room when that thing's off. I love it. Dude, let's get hot in here and just like get on fire for the Lord tonight. Okay, so um, for all it's worth, please give me your answer, not the right answer. I know the right answer, okay? Or else I wouldn't be preaching this. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay, so I want your answer, your truthful answer on all the things I'm going to kind of lead you through. Okay, is this fine? Yes. All right. It's not just buckle up. All right, get ready. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, where am I at? Yeah. So here's here's where I want to start. I want to tackle a topic tonight that I I I, I, I like I said feel kind of heavy on my heart. Um, and here's the here's the first question. This one's rhetorical. I will preface them so that we're all the same page. Cool? Yeah. Yeah? All right? You guys good? All right. Cool. Do you value people more than others based on their gifting? That's the first question. Do I value somebody more or honor somebody more or, you know, applaud somebody more, whatever it might be, because of who they are or their gifting or their bent, if you will? Okay? Answer that first question. If you want to share, go ahead. Um, but if you don't, that's fine, because I'm going to keep on going. All right? Do you value people more than others based on their gifting, based on their anointing, based on who the Lord has created them to be? And I'm not talking in the sense of a, of a lack, but in the sense of a purpose and anointing. I already understand I value somebody less if they're lacking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay? Like, not as a human, but as like, oh, you're, you're a dead body part on this body, and you need to get cut off kind of thing, right? I, I, I understand that. I know that was harsh, but like, it's okay, it's biblical, all right? So like, it's fine, all right? So, um, so I'm talking about purposes and anointing, not the negative. I know we want to jump to negative a lot, but let's talk about the positive stuff, okay? When somebody's working in their fullness of who the Lord has created them to be, their purposes, their anointings, their giftings, okay? Yeah. Do I rank those? Do I rank that, okay? Anybody, anybody tracking me? Anybody rank yes. them? Yeah. A little bit. I think. Remember, your answer. It's not the right answer. I already know the right answer. I know what we should be doing. But what are you doing? Yes. So I don't think I rank it based off of based off of gifting because I know that's something that's always been confusing to me. But I do based on almost how in touch with that person is with it. Where you, okay. know, you can see someone who's working in words of knowledge and someone who has worked in words of knowledge. And you kind of can see, okay, this person is consistently, like, this is this is part of who they are, and this is someone who's dabbling in it, and you can almost, I find myself sometimes taking those words stronger versus taking other words mm. stronger. Like more okay, part. interesting. 
Okay, so you're almost calling it. Okay, cool. So here, let me put a couple examples into place, okay? Simple, simple examples, all right? Do you value the editor or the writer more of a book? Like they're both involved in the book, yes? Which one do you value more? Anybody want to play the with writer. The writer, right? The one who's actually putting the words to the page. But why? Isn't that interesting? The editor, the editor is working their proper purpose. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. Do you value the coach or the player more? The coach. The coach. Do you? Okay. Player? Player. player. Sports, music. We kind of like, like, yeah, the player. Oh, he's doing He's on the stage, right? <laughs> right? Or a rap artist. Or a rap artist, exactly. Or he's in his basement trying to figure out what album he's going to bring out. Right? Anybody get that one? No? Yeah. Yeah. Basement of football stadium. Yeah, dude. That guy. That was Love him. All right. Okay, here's another one. Do you value and honor more the person who sets up communion at your church or the person who's leading you in it? Right? Because somebody's setting that up. Unless you get the little peel back things, but right. somebody's still putting it on the freaking tray, all right? Just there used to be a time where somebody would be in the back freaking pouring grape juice and Oh, you should have seen the machine. A machine? Yeah. Oh yeah, you grew up with a like, money you, church. You have yeah. fifty spouts, you just pull the lever and <laughs> Are you kidding me? They have lasers shooting into the cops? Eye sights? Jeez, I was in the back I, I didn't grow up Catholic. But it sounds like I did. I was in the back. I, I'm serious. This is the way I grew up. I was in the back with like one of those squeegee bottles that you, like, you, you squeeze it and it shoots the freaking stuff off the spout. I was doing that in the like little. Bottle? Yeah, essentially. Of, of, of grape juice? Yeah, anointed grape juice. Yeah. Mm. All right. Right? So this is kind of what I'm going after tonight, okay? What do I value more and why? Okay, do I value the person who's setting up communion, who's actually tearing the bread into pieces, mm -hmm. filling the cups up with juice, or the person who's leading me in that moment? Mm -hmm. Or maybe I've never even thought of, oh, yeah, somebody does have to prepare the table. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. All right, so you, you guys with me? Yeah. yeah. I'm, ask, I'm asking these questions so we can understand how we kind of tick and how we kind of function in our culture okay in our culture not the way that it's properly done but in our culture yes okay in our culture there is rankings and ladders to climb and hierarchies and and that's how we define our value and sometimes that's how we define our success yes mm -hmm. yeah right you probably feel this maybe a little bit in the hospital like the cna has to do all the groundwork like, yeah, it's, yeah, you got to go turn so-and-so. I'm not dealing with that, right? Like, all that kind of stuff. And it's, yeah, they probably do value Katie because it's like, oh, thank God I don't have to do that. But it's, if they actually did value Katie's time and her schedule, they would probably help, right? Are you hearing me? Yeah. Right? I get it that it hurt. it's her job. But there's also a helping that takes place, okay? Mm -hmm. So, can I pick on you, Blake? Yeah. Cool. Obviously, you already wrote it down. Yeah, I got it written down. <laughs> I have to ask for permission. Do you have like four people set up just in case someone said no? I've got two people set up. And I'm sure both of them are going to say yes. All right? If not, then whatever. Um, so, Blake, uh, Blake, yeah, it's going to be fine. It's not that big of a deal. All right, so Blake... Uh, let me work with him a couple days this week. Uh, just, you know, it was good to be with, with Blake and hang out and make a little cash. I took some of Blake's money, so praise yeah. the Lord to that, right? Yeah. He's got a lot of it, but uh, so <laughs> just joking. All right, so Blake, let me work with him a couple days, and we were at a very, very nice home. Okay? It was a very, very nice home. And Blake made a funny comment of, you know you've made it when you have baseboards in your garage. Okay, silly, witty comment. He probably was like, yeah, whatever. He thought nothing of it. And because I know Blake, I know that, okay? So because I know Blake, and because Blake has seen many beautiful homes, I've seen a lot of beautiful homes with kind of the, the things that we do or have done for work. I knew exactly what he meant, okay? And in Blake's subconscious, he ranked this house against all of the others. 
right? <laughs> without, you know, without even thinking of it, it just happened naturally. He ranked this house. He said, this is a nicer house than my apartment or than my parents' house or than all the other homes. Mm-hmm. He said, you know that you've made it when you have baseboards in your garage, right? And you guys are like, why are you even talking about this? And it's like, okay. But we don't realize that we do this in a lot of areas of our life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do this all the time, day in and day out, and we're not even like aware of it. We're like, oh yeah, cool, cool Porsche, or not cool Porsche, or cool GTI, or not cool GTI, or you know, whatever it is. We, we do all of these things, and we, we start ranking these things. Our lives against other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Our cars against other people's cars. Our clothing against other people's clothing. Our guitars against other people's guitars. The way so-and-so's pastor's Bible look versus my Bible. You know, all of these kinds of things. Like, man, that thing doesn't even have leather on it anymore. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, that guy must have it. No. Not per se. Why do I think this way? Why do I start going through things like this? And our voice against other voices. And our gifting against other gifting. Right? You see our culture doing this. Yeah. Right? Spiritually, non-spiritually, whatever. It's our culture that we're in. And we need to be aware of it. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Maybe you've heard this is called keeping up with the Joneses. Yes? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay? And maybe you're thinking, well, like some houses do have more value than others. And some cars do have more value than others. Because not everybody has access to them. Right? I'm sorry, I could not go to that client's house that Blake was working on and go buy that house. I don't have the means to. Mm-hmm. I don't have the access to. Right? Same thing with some of, with like Zach's car or Blake's car. I don't have the means and access to get those things in my life. Yes? Mm-hmm. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So then, there, therefore, we value it at a certain level because I don't have access. Mm-hmm. What if I take this into spirituality? What do I take this into my relationship with Jesus? Listen to this. Because everybody has access to Jesus, maybe we think that he doesn't have as much value in our lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe because everyone has access to Jesus, therefore I have valued him lesser in my life. Are you hearing this? Yeah. It's kind of fascinating, right? It's an interesting concept of like, okay, well... Everybody can come to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Everybody can. You just believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, right? That's the simple one plus one equals eternity equation, right? That we get to dabble in and walk in, right? Yeah, and I get that there's more tied to that. But some people think that it's just that. And yeah, that's what the scripture says. So if I do that, that means everybody can do that. Everybody has access to the kingdom of heaven. Yes? Everybody has access to Jesus, has access to relationship with the Lord. Yes? Mm-hmm. To whom he chooses. Yes? Mm-hmm. But not everybody has access to the McLaren F1 that I saw today. Right? And like, okay, frick, that's got a lot of value. Like, there's a price tag on that. But I don't understand the price tag of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. Okay? And I get it. Yeah, some houses do have more value than others. I get it, right? And it's true. But guess what? That's actually created by our culture. Mm-hmm. It's actually created by our system of our culture that we live in, right? Is this making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Think of like a new pair of shoes. Everybody has bought a new pair of shoes that they said, oh, I'm never going on the rain with these. Right? No. These will never even touch dirt. <laughs> Right? I will never mow the grass. Uh, sorry, that's not okay. I, I, will, I will never do whatever with, these, with this pair of shoes on. Right? We've all said this. Especially if you've ever bought white shoes for whatever reason. I'm guilty of it. You're like, these are never happen. It's never going to happen. Right? That's true. But then guess what happens? You get comfortable with it. And you're just like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Right? Zach, can I pick on you for a second? Sure. So last time Zach was in town, I asked him about his car wash that he takes his car to, right? And I asked, hey, Zach, do you, because he has a black car. And I said, hey, Zach, do you take your car to a touchless car wash, right? Because the other, 
the other concept is taking it to the spinning wheels of death. And what that means with a black car is it scratches it over time. Yes? Mm -hmm. If you don't know that, then now you know. All right? You're welcome. So I asked Zach this question. And he was like, yeah, I used to. I used to take it to a touchless. But then he was like, but it was an inevitable thing that it was going to get scratched. So why not take it to the spinning wheels? Mm -hmm. What takes place in a person's heart, what takes place in a person's mind, and us just getting comfortable with things, is we see and we rank their value. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not discounting how much I, I'm sure Zach still loves his car, but he doesn't value it as much as the first day that he had it. Mm-hmm. Right? Benji, you can probably speak to this. You're like, yeah, who cares? I'll throw that McDonald's wrapper in the back seat. Right? I know. It's silly. Blake, you're like, you're like, yeah, whatever, dude, I'll throw the crap in the, and I'll just pressure wash the back of it, right? If I were to tell you on the first day that you got your brand new truck that, hey, paint's going to spill back here, you'd be like, no, 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 it's never, <laughs> right? Do we get Do we get it? And we start ranking value on familiarity as well, yes? Mm-hmm. You seeing this? Yeah. You seeing this? Like, I feel with my house, like, yeah, it's cool and all that first day that I had it and now it's like, yeah, cool, let me just throw a nail here, you're right and who cares if the dog rips up the carpet and you know like all that kind of stuff it starts losing its value in my mm-hmm. life why do i do this are you with me yes like ask a person who is in their mansion for the first time and ever they just built this beautiful mansion they invested a lot of money into it they saw it get built now let five years pass and ask them how they feel about it they're probably like, well, I'm kind of thinking about moving or remodeling, right? Mm-hmm. Why? It's probably still a beautiful home in my eyes, Blake's eyes, your guys' eyes. It's probably like, wow, this is something I've never been in. Eight bathrooms? Are you kidding me? Like, unbelievable, right? Kind of thing. And like, do you see what takes place on our minds and our hearts? We get familiar, right? Leading cause of divorce is this. Like, oh, yeah, she's going to be around, and I just I guess I'll give up. No, I can just coast through this marriage now. Well, it's a curse that actually has crept into our culture. There's more failed marriages than there are successful marriages today in America. There's more unbelievers in America than there are believers in America. We just passed that threshold. Yeah. Okay, so you get it? This is... Not only, um, this is not only just our culture that we're in, but it's also how we're designed. Uh-oh. So how do we do this? We're designed this way as well of, all right, I'm familiar and now I want new. Mm-hmm. Or now I want more. We're designed the same way too. According to scripture, it speaks of this, right? New wine, new wineskin kind of stuff. Yes? Mm-hmm. Seek first the kingdom of righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you, right? All of this kind of language. God rewards those who diligently seek him. That kind of language is being taken is taking place also spiritually. So the way we're designed has to be fueled somehow. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. The way we're designed has to be fueled somehow. And the fascinating thing is this is how... We, We've allowed culture to kind of curate and, de- and drive that design instead of the truth driving and curating that design that I've been implanted with. Mm. You're hearing me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which part? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Last sentence um, it's fascinating that we've allowed culture to curate and drive that design instead of truth. Mm. Yeah. And when it comes to the Lord... You know, he created us. Yes? Everybody know that? Duh. He created us. So he designed us. So he created us for that longing of growth and for that longing of victory. Do we understand this? Yes? It's part of actually our DNA and it's part of our bloodline to want increase in the Lord. Did you know that? Right? Think of a friendship that you have or, you know, Think of a friendship that you have, okay? Let's just keep it real close to home. Think of a friendship that you have. The first time that you guys ever hung out, it was probably a little bit awkward because you were still trying to figure out who each other were, yes? Mm-hmm. And then what took place? 
you kept on hanging out and there was this growth that took place. Yeah. Does that ever stop? It shouldn't. Unless we allow it to. Unless we let it hit a ceiling. But it should never stop. That's why friends usually last a very, very long time. They usually last very, very long times. That's why marriages are supposed to last a very, very long time. Because I'm still discovering things about Madison that I didn't know the day I married her. Wish I did, because maybe... I'm just <laughs> So do you get it? Like, we're designed this way. We're designed this way. That's why the, the um, business system has preyed on this. Okay? It's preyed on this. Of, no, you need to grow more, or else you're just not a good employee. Or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You've probably seen it even in your sin life, right? Like, well, I poked my finger into that thing first, and then it, oh, wow, okay, I, I kind of enjoyed it, and I'm going to continue and continue and continue, and it's going to blossom until you take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So how do we get to this point of only wanting and only longing for that new wine and that new wineskin over and over and over in our life? If we read that scripture out of context, then we think, oh, I just get new wine once and I get a new wineskin once. No, it's actually a renewing over and over and over, week after week, sometimes year after year, sometimes decade after decade, whatever it is, right? I can't put a timeline on that. All right? I'd be a heretic if I did. All right? Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think if you didn't have desire to grow. Think of, like, what your life would look like. Think of, even as a musician, like, what would that look like if you had zero desire to grow? Well, we, we can't even go there, right? It's not even, like, I can't even take my brain there because it's not, it's so out there. And it's so far off of the way that I was actually designed. But if I didn't desire a growth or didn't desire an increase, especially spiritually, I I don't care about the worldly stuff. You could desire more income all you want. And, you know, if that's your God, go ahead. But what I'm talking about is spiritually, what if I had zero desire? What if that's the way I was designed? Well, I would just be like, okay, cool, here I am. Like, would you even peel your head off of the pillow this morning? Would you even have the desire to go to the pillow? (laughs) Would you even have desire to brush your teeth? Would you have any desire or any want for a well-being? Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You with me still? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm And if it never happened, we wouldn't have language, we wouldn't have electricity, we wouldn't have technology, we wouldn't have a lot, right? We wouldn't even have a chair. Like, that's fascinating. We wouldn't have any any means of, well, how do I do this? And that's not the way. So, not, so I, here's another here's another little one-liner, if, I, if you will. Keep, keeping up with the Joneses is the culture's meal. Growing in the Lord is the kingdom culture's meal. Okay? Growing in the Lord is how we were created, how we were designed. Yes? Mm-hmm. But the way maybe we've even submitted to, or the way our culture has pressured us into, or the way, whatever, keeping up with the Joneses and looking at so-and-so, like, wow, they have that, I want that. How do, what do they do for work? Okay, cool, I just need to do that. Right? Yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, because I'm not socialist but you know what i am saying is like there has to be a driving force behind all of that and it should be a spirit of excellence unto the lord that's the driving force period Mm -hmm. does that make sense can you say the keeping up with the joneses is culture's meal growing in the yeah growing in the lord is kingdom culture's meal So what's interesting, as Christians, we've tried to squish those things together and say, okay, this is the way it's going to work. Do you get what I mean by that? You're adding the keeping up with the Joneses into kingdom culture 
and saying, okay, this is the way Christian living is supposed to look like. How are we doing that? How are we doing that? It's such a fascinating thing. It's like, I cannot only feast on Lex's anointings, or I cannot only take Lex's anointings and call it my own. I have to get and discover my own. Yes? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? You have that desire somewhere in you of, I want the Lord more than anything else. There's, it's somewhere in, in you, whether it's in your big toe mm-hmm. or the fingernail on your big toe or it's on the tippy top of your forefront of your brain. Whatever part that is. Isn't that the creative part? Yeah, I think I'm asking the wrong. You would know. Creative part of the brain? Personality. Perfect. That's where, yeah, whatever. Anyways, from the top of my head, that's the forefront of what I need, yes? Is I can't feast on somebody else. I can't feast on on what they're saying and then take it as my own revelation. That would be cheating, right? That would be cheating the kingdom of God. But I have to go after this for myself. I have to discover it on my own. I have to want it on my own. Is this making sense? Yes. I also cannot compare myself to Lex. Why? Well, because he's been in a relationship with the Lord for a very, very long time. Maybe some... even No, not yet. Maybe there's one day that I'll say that to somebody. Or like, Sometime more than you've been alive. But I'm not there yet. I'm not that old. Don't age yourself, Lex. All right. So you cannot compare yourself to my revelations with the Lord or each other's revelations with the Lord. Why? Because it's a relationship. It's not, I'm going to jump to level five. I'm going to get married after the date. Well, yeah, some people do. And that's fine. That's their preference. But it better be because of prophetic. Um, do, you, do you get what I'm talking about? I have to discover my own. And he's that personal that he allows it to. Yes? Mm-hmm. Comparison will not get you anywhere in the kingdom of heaven. Never does, never will, and you'll just end up more frustrated every single time. Mm-hmm. Okay? So looking back to this value thing, when we compare a rank, <coughs> sorry, not COVID, when we. <laughs> better now. Be so looping back to value. When we compare or rank someone or something's value, what we're actually doing is stifling our own growth. Yes? Mm-hmm. Every single time that I do that, I'm actually stifling my own growth. Why? Because a covetous behavior becomes in me. Yeah. A.K.A. jealousy. Mm-hmm. What takes place when I say, wow, Benji can play guitar more than anybody I've ever met. What happens in me, I, it, it, there's a fine line of honoring Benji for his gifting or, frick, I wish I had what Benji carried. Right? Mm-hmm. I wish I had what Benji carried. And I do. <laughs> so I'm balancing that fine line of jealousy and honor. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is where we get into the word, I promise. Romans 12, everybody there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And this chapter is what I call the motivational gifts of the Spirit. Okay? Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yes. Maybe it'll make more sense when I read it. Or does somebody else want to read it? I need a little break. Who wants to read it? Jaden? Tommy? Do you want to read? You guys want to do 50-50? Patty cake? Every other word? Okay. (laughs) What translation? (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, why don't you just read? Jaden talks talks plenty. I don't. I talk plenty. Um... Romans 12. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Keep on. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. When you, when you will learn to know God's will for you, or then you will know... Sorry then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. 
Be honest with your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is to serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your, gifts, if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Mm. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. <laughs> hate, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Oh, wow. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think that you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you, you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the right to the righteous anger of God, where the scriptures say, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of, sh coal heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Excellent. Excellent. So when we usually read... Don't be conformed to this, any, this world any longer, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. What do we usually think of? Especially in the sense of the conformed by this world. What do we usually think of? Sin. Sin, okay. Anybody want to play? Keep going. Non-believers, believers. Non-believers, believers, okay. We're, we're drawing a line in between, yes? Mm -hmm. Okay, what else? The actions of, like, anger and, you know, just like, the temptations of not Jesus. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Anything else? Expressions of culture, like yes. music and movies and things like that. Okay, cool. Great. Anything else? Maybe like materialism versus spiritualism. Cool, cool. I love I love those two. I love two-word things, like one thing versus one thing. <laughs> I just love that. Anything else? Okay. I want to kind of change, give you a different lens to look through tonight. Mm -hmm. Is that cool? Yes. Yeah. All right. I promise I'm still Lex. promise I'm still a lover of Jesus. Okay? All right. I know. Do you think that being conformed to this world, as kind of Jaden started to get into, is letting culture define my spirituality? Mm -hmm. Like everything else we talked about above, right? kind of beautiful intro that I mapped out in front of you guys, right? Okay, so by ranking value, do you think that's conforming to the world too? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think me trying to piggyback off of Katie's anointings is conforming to the world too? Yeah. Do you think not honoring the guy who's setting up communion is conforming to the world as mm -hmm. well? All of these things, yes? Mm-hmm. I agree with everything that you guys said, but I want to kind of add another lens to that. How am I letting culture conform me and not letting the Holy Spirit transform me? Because if I let culture conform me, what I'm going to be doing is keeping up with the Joneses in my spirituality. I'm going to be... I'm going to be comparing my spirituality to so-and-so. I'm going to be looking at a professor and saying, holy crap, they know everything. I'm never going to get there. Mm -hmm. Right? But yeah, they're probably old. <laughs> and that's cool. Like, that's the people you want to learn from. 
right? But you can't compare yourself to them, mm-hmm. right? Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Because being transformed by the renewing of your mind has nothing to do with another individual at all. Just the Holy Spirit. You see that? Yeah. Are you hearing that? Yes. Because I hope everything that's going through your mind right now is like, oh, frick, Madison is anointed, and I've been comparing myself to her. Why am I doing that? Well, because I'm actually being conformed by the world. Mm-hmm. I'm allowing worldly culture to influence kingdom culture, and that's what I mean by squishing, keeping up with the Joneses, and kingdom culture into trying to squish them into one thing. And it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Because kingdom culture is outside of American culture. It's outside of Eastern culture. It's out of outside of Western culture. Right? Yes? Mm-hmm. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. I understand that Jesus spoke in specific ways to reach his culture, and that's beautiful. But that's how he was sharing the gospel. He still had a, a and I'll be careful, but he still had a divine work that took place on his flesh. Yes? Mm-hmm. That was between him and the Father. That's it. Yes? He still learned from the rabbis as we learn, as we've read. He still was in those meetings and learning. But that's the work of the Spirit. Right? Are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. Okay? It's cool that we honor pastors, but why? But why? It's cool that we pay them, but, but why? Why is that normal? Right? And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You know, I'm not getting paid here, so that's why I'm all for it. <laughs> right? This is free Chick-fil-A sauce that you guys just get to scoop mm-hmm. up and eat. Yeah. You know? So do you get my point? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so the motivation is conform and transform, right? We have to choose which one we want to be a part of, mm-hmm. right? And we know the right answer, so get on board, okay? Yes? Mm-hmm. And you probably already know your answer as well, okay? So, but... For right now, we're going to focus on the right answer, and it's being transformed by the renewing of my mind. Yes? Yes. Okay? Because there's something that happens spiritually in the transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Like, uh, what's the guy, what's the yellow Camaro? Bumblebee. Bumblebee, dude. That guy's got the yellow Camaro going, and then he transforms into a robot. Robot guy. <laughs> there's something very, very intense that takes place in that transformation. Yes? Mm-hmm. It's not like all of a sudden... At the snap of a fingers, it's all of a sudden car and then snaps the robot. No, there's a there's a morphing into, yes, into who the Lord is calling me to be. There's a morphing. I am a mere human, but he's morphing me into an eternal being for his purposes. Yes? Does this make sense? Are you with me? Okay. So then as we kind of progress through this, if Tommy's eloquent, eloquently uh, reading, gets me. Eloquent reading, we see these kinds of motivational gifts that are mapped out. Yes? You kind of understand why I'm calling them the motivational gifts? Mm -hmm. Yes? Because they're a a grace that's given, Mm -hmm. not an entrustment. It's a grace that's given. It's a very different thing. 1 Corinthians 12 is an entrustment. Yes? Romans 12 is a grace given. Okay? Do we understand what that means? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the way that I'm built. It's my bent, mm-hmm. right? Me and Madison recently, don't do this until you're married, okay? Please? <laughs> Promise? Yeah. Everybody say yes? yes. Okay. Yeah. Me and Madison, have you guys heard of the Myers-Briggs test? Uh-oh. Yeah. No? Yes. You heard, yeah? Yes. Okay. It's pretty fun. You can learn a little bit about yourself. I highly encourage it. But me and Madison took it upon ourselves on a Friday night, okay? This is what we do on Friday night. Uh, especially when she's like got a tickle me Elmo in her. Um, it's crazy, dude. That's what he's measuring at. <laughs> I got a kid on the way. Yeah, he's the size of a tickle me Elmo right now. Crazy. That's freaking dope, though. Because now we're getting into like the real things instead of like a squash. Like I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, like how big of a squash do you mean? Like, yeah, but like, what if it's a watermelon? Like, what does that mean? Like, he's a human, not a ball. Apparently, he's a tickle me Elmo with. Now he's a freaking tickle me Elmo. All right, so what was that? Oh, so don't do this till you're married. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Katie. Okay. I didn't hear you say yes. 
do it with your buddies though. Do it. It will be fun. Do it with your friends. All right. Like freaking boys night. All right. So this is uh, this is this is what me and Madison did uh, a, a, a couple Fridays ago. Eh, last Friday. Yeah, last Friday we decided. I'm going to take the Myers Briggs for myself, and she's going to take it as if she was taking it. <laughs> and then we did it vice versa. Okay? They were not the same. Were they? they were the same, dude. She thinks I'm a little bit more intense than she... Than you are. Obviously. Than I am, yeah. <laughs> she thought I was 5% of the population, so I was like, man, she loves me. <laughs> Like, he is so unique that he's 5%. <laughs> That's the word. He's kind of like Hitler. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Nah, yeah. A little bit more intense. more That's, yeah, whatever. But what, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but we did this, all right? And it was awesome because we got to see different. Why, how did I get into this? Dang We're it, dude. About how each person has a... Um, oh, a bent. Yes. Bah! Boom. Thank you, Tommy. All right. So everybody has a bent to them. Yes. Okay. That's why they're motivational gifts. They're graces that are given. Yes. Okay. So this is what we did. We did this Myers-Briggs test. Me, me, her, her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And figured out who we were. To Not, not like the, I didn't know her, but it was just kind of a fun little game that we decided to play. Because it was, I freaking nailed it. By the way, got every single letter right, dude. Wow. She did. Speak Chinese to me because I have no idea what the test is. You never heard of this, Addy. Can you? I got it. You've heard of it. It's like a personality test. It's like a personality test, and you get four letters at the end, and each letter like pertains to a different aspect of your personality. Oh, I would say that, but it's insulting. Yeah, like a little picture. Introvert, extrovert. You start with an E or an I. You know, all these kinds of things. Okay? We'll do it later. Okay? That'll be fun, Blake. (laughs) All right? (laughs) I don't doubt it. Why I'm bringing this up is because everybody has a bent, and everybody has a grace. Okay? Madison's figurine was a nurse. Okay? Makes sense. Mine was a freaking commander, dude. <laughs> dude, and... Yeah. That's who I am, bro. Alright, so everybody has a bent. Everybody has a different grace that they're naturally just are. That they're natu- naturally designed to be. Yes? Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? So we see this list mapped out in Romans 12. Right? Okay? There's what? One, two, three, four, seven things on this list. Okay, of different graces that are given to people mm-hmm. by who? The Lord. By the Lord. Okay, this is where we have to get real with ourselves again. Not our favorite thing on the list, but what we are. And we'll talk about it in a second of why that is so important. Okay, so there's prophets, there's servers, there's teachers, there's encouragers, there's givers, there's leaders, and there's ones who show mercy. Okay? Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all reading the same book today? Prophets, servers, teachers, encouragers, givers, leaders, and those who show mercy. Okay? It's in Romans 12 too. Maps it beautifully out. Okay? So uh, you can just write it down. Yeah, and if it helps, underline each main one, mm-hmm. okay? If it helps in your scripture, okay? So, prophets, what is their grace that's kind of given to them? Well, they are bold and articulate things very, very well, yes? Mm-hmm. Why? Because <laughs> they don't just predict, predict the future, they actually declare God's messages to the world, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay? yes. They're not just fortune tellers, all right? Some people think otherwise. All right, servers. Servers. These kinds of people are more faithful and loyal. Yeah? Is this making sense? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep on doing this. Is this cool? Yes. Yeah. All right, teachers. They're clear thinkers. Sober-minded, if you will. Yes? Mm-hmm. Encouragers. They know how to motivate people. Right? Encouragers are usually pretty good coaches. Givers. They're generous, and they're also very trusting of people. Okay, leaders are good organizers and good managers. Okay, and those who show mercy 
are caring people and freely give away their time without any regrets. <laughs> okay? So we can start identifying, okay, um, I want to be this one. <laughs> ah, don't go there. All right? But who you are, right? Anybody want to play? I have no idea what I am. You have no idea? Oh, jeez. You're a lost individual. It's okay. We'll pray for you later. <laughs> Anybody else? I'd say a server. Blake's a server, yeah. I was going to say a server. server. Yeah, I could kind of pick up on that. It's just the stories that you were telling. Katie? Giver. Huh? Giver. Giver, yeah. I've seen that in you. Anybody else? Probably uh, one of the last one, Mercy one. Ones who show mercy? Or the encourager. Which one? Which one? Encourager is, you know how to motivate? Well, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I think, for all it's worth, my opinion, who cares? But, like, caring people freely give away their time? Yeah. Ones who show mercy. It's great. Benji, what do you think, buddy? I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Jaden? Do you know, how do you guys know? You guys, like, have spent a lot of time with yourselves, right? <laughs> no. No? Okay, maybe focus on that. Zach, what do you think, buddy? Dude, I have no idea. Oh, my God. I, I think I'm a leader. What? I think I'm a leader. A leader? Okay. Cool. Good. I've seen that in you. Anybody else want to play? I want to. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Which one would you rather be on that list? And maybe everybody else start thinking this. What would you rather be? Leader. Leader? Yeah. That's what you want to be. Okay. I, be I mean, it's I know, but I'm just play my game. Okay. I think I would want to be a giver. You'd want to be a giver. Cool. Not that movie though. Oh no! Good. I think scripture. Dude, I don't Should like that better movie. Be. I'd rather be prophecy. You'd rather be a prophet. Yeah, that's me. I'd rather be a prophet. What Why? Because First Corinthians says so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Switch my answer. Can I do that real quick? Of who you are, or who yeah. you want to be. You did say thank you, so I think you left it open to interpretation. Thank so. you, Blake. Oh, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm probably more of a teacher. I think you're more than I'm just thinking about it. Okay. And I want to be a leader for this answer twice. Yeah, I think we got that. Anybody <laughs> 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 else want to play? Kind of the game, I think know. I'm an encourager. Cool. I can vouch for that. I can see that in you too. Great. No longer I think, I guess. Huh? It's no longer I think it is. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what we think, right? So yeah, Ashley, you brought up a great point. We're not supposed to do that. Yeah, exactly. But you saw how fast that one came. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing that? You saw how fast, oh, I, I want to be that. Right? Hmm. Okay, why are we doing that? Ah, Freaking keeping up with the Joneses leaking into my spirituality. Right? We need to become who we actually are and who the Lord made us to be. Actually discovering the identity of me. Right? Not, oh, I like what that dude does on YouTube, or I like what that pastor does, or I like what so-and-so, or any of that. Yeah, you can like it and celebrate it, but you can't curate yourself to being it. Right? There's only so many prophets that got to speak. It's true. There's only so many, dude. Like, that's kind of cool. There's only so many people that got to serve. Right? We think of Martha. Oh, Martha, she was bad. <laughs> no, she's actually good. She was doing how she 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 was doing how she knew. You get it? Mm -hmm. Right? Are you see? Are you hearing this? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. An assertive prophet is usually not a great counselor. Right? Especially, think of it. You've probably met with me a couple times, and you're like. I just want to cry to you, Wex. And I'm like, no, screw that, dude. Shut up. We got to fix this today. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't put up with that crap. Where Madison does. Right? She's like, yeah, just here it is. Here's my shoulder. I'm like, dude, get off of me. Let's figure it out. I don't. I'll put up with it because I love, but, you know, it annoys me quick. All right, so a generous giver might not be a so great leader. Right? Why? Because there's a grace upon a person. Right? And what we do is we rank these things, right? 
if you were to rank these things one through seven, you could you could knock it out pretty quick, right? Be like, oh, profit definitely number one. They're freaking. They're in the fivefold. They're in the. They're in the First Corinthians twelve. They're all over scripture. So we that's got to be number one. Well, maybe it's not your number one. Maybe it's not the way you're designed to be, right? But we even rank these things spiritually as well. You kind of getting what I'm going after here. Yeah. Are you grabbing this? Mm -hmm. So then, what's this? Where does this leave us? Well, if I, I have a lot, if there's a lot of people in a church, let's just use us for an example, who all want to be something else than they have it designed. What's that leave the church at? Imperfect. A very weird looking body. Yeah. Right, you dude. Think of that. Spot. You yeah, you got Mr. Potato Head who just fell off of a wall and tried to figure it out, dude. Right, it's a weird looking body. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much of the head is that spot, but if a leg is in the arm socket, it's not going to work. You get it? Mm -hmm. And that's why Paul is talking about in Romans 12 that, that, yes, we're a part of a body, all for the greater good of the glory of God. Yes? Mm -hmm. Are you seeing this? Yeah. Okay. So all of we are, oh, and these are motivational gifts, right? They're not entrusted. They're graced. Do you see? Do you, I hope you hear the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, you want me to keep talking? If you want, yeah, go ahead. Have fun with me. Well, yeah, play, play with me, bro. It's a freaking. It's grace is a gift from the Lord that's regardless of what we do or who we are. It's how He made us. Yeah, He does. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna ask, how does this tie into like our design to grow in the Lord and like? Because, like, I don't know, my first reaction in that is, like, uh, if I'm just being honest, like, like I know, I know, I know, I know the truth, like, also, like, my first reaction is just, like, well, um, I feel like that kind of puts, not that it does, but, like, I feel like it's, like, a limita limitation a little bit. It's just, like, my first reaction, like, I'm just wondering how it ties into, like, growth and the Lord and with each other as a body. Okay. Stop. Yeah. What do you guys think? You've heard me talk plenty tonight, yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm dude, I trapped you in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going back. Oh, all right. What do you guys think? Seriously. Well, it doesn't matter. What do you guys think? If we're growing, if we're growing, if we're growing in what we want to be, we're going the wrong direction. Yeah. We're growing... Yeah. In the thing that the Lord's called us to do, we're growing the right direction. That's how we're talking. So the Lord, the Lord places things in our character. That's what this gifting is. Not gifting, but... It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's who we are, right? It's, it's how we're designed by the Lord to be this way. These are our tendencies, and he's actually going to nurture the growth in those tendencies because it's what he's designed us to be. As much as I want to be a head, as much as I want to be a finger, if I'm supposed to be a big toe... That's how he designed me to be. And even though I always want to be something else, this is actually what the Lord has trusted me and designed in me, designed me and will equip me to be. So I can choose to grow, but I'm not growing in the Lord. I'm growing in me. Well, think of it this way. Like, Blake would be the one setting up communion. Right? Because he's a server. He loves serving people. He'd be one of the people who's setting up communion. And you're cool with that. Right? You love that. You love the behind-the-scenes stuff. And you hate it when people put you on display. Right? You hate it. Like when somebody puts you on stage and says, Hey, everybody, give it up for Blake. He just crushed it today. He just built a house. Blake, Blake, right? All of that. We just, he hates that, dude. Right? And you probably feel the same way. You're like, oh, dude, don't. Don't do that. Get that out. Get that out of here. Right, but it, yeah, exactly, because it's who you are. It fuels you. Where Jaden, on the other hand, or Tommy, on the other hand, their personalities is like cool. Hey, thank you guys for setting up communion. And then they're going to say, "All right, here's congregation. Here's communion." Mm -hmm. Right, and Jaden's going to teach you through it of like why this is so important and like what this looks like and how we actually take this full heartedly. Right, mm -hmm. Ashton, what you're doing. You have the elements, but you're actually looking around at how other people are reacting, and you want to go pray for them. 
right? Mm-hmm. You should be nodding your head because that's exactly what you do. Every single story that you told before we even got, you were like, yeah, so-and-so was on the light rail. So-and-so was walking around the campus. So-and-so's here. So-and-so's there. And I, I saw the woman in pink and, blue and, and whatever, and she had curly hair, and I saw her. And Yes? Mm-hmm. This is an acts of mercy kind of person, yeah. right? Not saying that Blake won't be that guy. It's just not his knee-jerk reaction. Not saying that Jaden's not going to be that guy. It's just not his first men- mental note of, oh, that's what I need to be doing. Okay, yeah. Right? Where Katie's on the other sa- other side of the spectrum where she's like, hey, no, I'll feed you. I'll give you the cup. I'll actually pour it into your mouth. Just open up, baby bird. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's doing because she's generous. And she's like, actually, here's mine too. You can take mine too. I don't. I don't need it today. Here's mine too. Yes. And actually, do you need fifty dollars too? Okay. Yeah. Here you go. Right. Oh, you need gas too. Here you go. Right. That's her. Yes. You know she bought. You bought me. You bought me. She bought me shoes. I know. For like a week after I met her. Right. Okay. So we see this in a church setting. What's the prophet doing? Anybody want to play? What's that prophet doing? What's he? He's probably doing something crazy, right? He's conveying the words of the Lord to the people. He's probably getting up there and saying, "You guys aren't taking this seriously enough. Are you guys here to play? Let's come on. <laughs> We're in the house of the Lord. Don't you understand that His presence is here? Mm-hmm. Right? That's what He's doing. You get it? Yeah. That encourager. What's that encourager doing? Lifting everybody up. Yeah. Saying, hey, now you guys understand what's going on. Right? They're piggybacking off, off of the teaching. They're piggybacking off of the prophet. They're piggybacking off of the person who's pouring the juice into somebody's mouth. They're piggybacking off of all of this. Everybody's, everybody's feeding off of one another. You see it? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the most in sync band ever. Mm-hmm. It's the best team ever. It's the best unit and the best floor ever. It's the cleanest tower that's ever taken place. It's the most beautiful job site in the entire world. It's all of these things. You get it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is the way he designed it to be. All taking orders from the head. Yep. Why? And that's why there's this transforming of the mind. Where's the mind? It's in the head. It's in the head. Okay, so that's what he's talking about here in Romans 12. You're being transformed by the head. Not just, oh, so you think differently. Mm-hmm. That's fine. There's, there's plenty of language in there, uh, all through Scripture. That's fine. But if we only take it for that, we're just trying to think better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're trying to just remove sinful thoughts. No, yeah. there's got to be a work of the Spirit on you to remove sinful thoughts. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Right? I just can't think my way into getting rid of my sinful behavior. There's actually orders that come from the head. Mm-hmm. That funnel all the way through the body. And that's why it works perfectly in harmony. Mm-hmm. Are you getting this tonight? Mm-hmm. So we see how everybody works together and it's this beautiful give and take and this beautiful orchestra that's taking place. Everybody knows their place. Everybody knows their parts. And nobody's stepping on each other's toes. Right? And some some of the times, like Blake is so serving and I'm so prophetic that I can't even touch that. <laughs> like I can't even wrap my mind around how he serves in the ways that he does. And maybe vice versa. And maybe I feel the same way about Katie. Like, man, she holds nothing back to the people of the Lord. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm not there, dude, because there's a lot of things that I still view as mine. <laughs> right? You know? Mm-hmm. Are, you, I, are you getting how this all works together? Mm-hmm. Like, if I try to be something that I'm not, I'm actually going against the design that the Lord poured into me. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that Adam was created... And then God breathed on him and he came alive. Mm-hmm. He was created. He was just a body of bones laying there until the Lord said, Whew! and then something took place. Purpose came out. Yes? Yes. This is the body of Christ working together in beautiful harmony. Are you hearing this? Mm-hmm. This is it, man. This is what we need to be looking for. 
This is what we need to be hungry for. This is what we need to be not stepping on each other's toes on. Because I'm sorry, Ashton's going to think very, very differently than Tommy. Tommy's going to think very, very differently than Ashton. Blake's going to think very, very differently than Benji. Yeah, do you get my point? Yeah. doesn't mean that they're wrong. It's just that the way they see things. Yes, there's some things that are wrong. <laughs> I get that. There's heresy. Yes, I get that. I'm not talking about that tonight. Talking about the way we see the world, mm -hmm. yeah. the way we interact with life, and what I value. Because mm -hmm. Blake values dollies, where you can move things, and trailers, and what do I value? Journals. <laughs> mm -hmm. I value my iCloud, where all my sermons are. I value that. Mm -hmm. Right? Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. So now we just need to apply it, right? Simple as that, right? I need to acknowledge who's in the room. I need to acknowledge who I am and say, great, the Lord designed me perfectly and wonderfully. I'm his actual workmanship. And if I go against that, what am I doing? I'm trying to keep up with Joneses. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be Ashton when I have no business of being Ashton. She's Ashton. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. And valuing what the Lord values. What does he value? Well, we need to learn that. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And honoring what he honors. What does he honor? Well, we need to learn that. And that's where that growth takes place. And no, by no means am I saying that I've only been a prophet and I've never taught anybody anything. Because that's not true. I still can operate in different ways. But where, where's my strongest? Mm -hmm. What's my strong suit? Right? I'm not saying that you can't perform all of these things. But it would be tough for one person to embody all of these traits well. Unless they're Jesus. Unless they're Jesus. Right? Yeah. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Question. Yeah. I, I don't know. Let me look it up. We talked about uh, if somebody knocked on the door for the healings. You remember this, right? Um, and we talked. You you said um, you're like, would you be the one running to the door to pray over that person for the healing, or would you be the one preparing cider in the back? This is guy's group. That was a Thursday. Really? Oh, For sure. Thursday. Double dipped, baby. Oh, I, I don't know. I know the side part. It was if people were coming to you, bringing people to you, like, can you please heal them because they like you know, It was like that. Sort of Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. Either way, would you be the one praying for the person the one in the background preparing for the celebration? And. In all honesty, I heard it as diminishing the person behind. Mm. Um, and I'm not, I, your point was, are you in it for what God's in it for? So, I, yeah. Um, but I guess my point, I don't know if it's a question or point, but <laughs> here it is. I'm listening. Um, um, like, now I'm almost hearing that moment as, like, if I'm supposed to be praying over the person, but I run to do the sire to get out of that, that's dishonoring. But if I'm the supposed person preparing the celebration, but I decide I want to go pray over it, then I'm wrong. Still, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and I guess more realization <laughs> question, but like of like, and maybe I twisted your words in my mind, but like seriously, like. It's whatever, wherever you're supposed to be, right? Like the person in the back is just as important as the person in the front. But if I don't have the ability to hear the Lord's voice in that immediate moment, like, what would I do, you know? Would I be the one awkwardly, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, so I'll just sit here. Yeah. Um, but if Anna's not confident enough to be like, no, I'm supposed to, you know? Like, I'm supposed to be over here 
get, you know, get your crap together and go with somebody else pray for him, you know, that kind of thing. Like, am I confident enough that he'll, he'll voice the Lord? I truly don't know if I would be. You know, I'd probably be the person like, don't know, don't yeah. know. And it's so self-conscious that I would completely tune out the Lord in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's this, there's that interesting scene, if I can say it that way, in Scripture where Martha is making sandwiches and Mary's sitting at the Lord's feet, and yeah. Jesus says something very profound that this is she has the good portion, and what he's what he's unlocking there is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, not that he's diminishing a gifting but he's acknowledging what you're supposed to be doing, right? You can only serve as well as, as you being intimate with the Lord. Yeah. You can only give as well as you being intimate with the Lord. You can only teach as well as you get, right? He's not saying, oh, well, Martha's making sandwiches and she just doesn't get it. She's going to hell, actually. No, he's not saying that. He's saying, no, what Mary's doing is proper because I don't, do this often. Mm-hmm. I'm not on earth very, very long. Do you get it? Yeah. Right? I can't sacrifice, oh, well, this is my bent, so I'm just going to serve my way into the kingdom of heaven, or I'm going to teach my way into the kingdom of heaven, because what's first and most and most important is relationship and intimacy with him, because yeah. that unlocks everything else. Mm-hmm. From it flows the issues of life. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. From all of that flows streams of living water. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mary's was the good portion because she was listening and attentive and aware of what was happening in the room. Right? Martha was like, I just need to serve him because that's the way he'll see me. Right? And that can be a mentality. But we have to be careful because it's not the right mentality. He's the focus. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just because I'm normally supposed to do one thing doesn't mean in that moment Lord's not calling me to the opposite thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not like you've never taught before. Yeah. It's not like you've never led before. <laughs> you know, that's that's the fact of the matter. Is It's just Blake's knee-jerk is I'm going to go put something on a dolly and move it down six flights of stairs and I won't complain about it. That woman might. <laughs> <laughs> Who's testing it? <laughs> I've got an opening if you want. <laughs> that makes sense. I really hope that this resonates because I think yes. if we carry this in all of our churches, because I believe everybody's going to a church, yes? Everybody's going to a church, plugged into a church? I am. Good. Me too. So let's pony up in our churches and understand, hey, I have, a, I have, I have something to offer this church. Mm-hmm. Not that they have something to offer me. They do. But I have something to give this church. Not in an arrogance, right? Because Romans 12 speaks against that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But an understanding of what I carry, what I possess, what I'm anointed in. Yes? Mm-hmm. And who you are. That's why these are motivational gifts. Mm-hmm. Cool? Yeah. Cool.